0: Everybody, welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World, baby. Uh, on today's episode of the Prime, we're gonna be doing that show we were supposed to do last week. Uh, we're breaking down the summer league, uh, give you guys our thoughts and analysis on what we've seen so far in the summer league. Um, so yeah, some stuff we've been keeping an eye on as we've been watching the summer league. I'm of course your host on David on Point Huffman. Uh, I should be joined here momentarily, Mr. T.J. Hopkins, and by uh, CEO Prime Sports Israel Rivera. Uh, and if you want to join us on the Prime, I've shared the StreamYard link into all of the places. Uh, welcome to the show, TJ. Um, just talking about we're bringing down the 2023 NBA Summer League here today. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to the NBA Summer League. Um, some good, some bad, and some indifference. Uh, but happy Monday, TJ. Um, and welcome to the show, Israel Rivera. Uh, join are you in Utah
1: right now? No, no, no. I'm at, I'm at the Honda getting my car fixed. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's too hot to not have AC in your car.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, I don't have AC in my car, and I get by. But, you know. Oh, my God. David. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just start by talking about Summer League. Uh, You know, so let's just talk, first of all, let's talk about the first three picks. Uh, How have they looked on the court? Let's talk about Victor Weminyama. We saw him in two games. Uh, really struggled in the first game. Uh, came back in the second game. Was really impressive in the second game. What are you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on Victor Wembanyama so far uh, through his so far his two games in Starling? Um, your impressions of him as a player so far? Hold on, a second. hold on I'm
1: gonna, before I before I let TJ go ahead and destroy him real quick. Uh, just just on the first game because <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna say the positives. He gonna do the negatives. I already know. First first game is just because. It was just because he hasn't played. He was rusty. He hasn't played uh, basketball in, golly, I think it was like a little over a month. I don't even think he's, well, it was like six weeks or five or six weeks or something like that. Also, I just think he didn't have much play, uh, much practice time with the summer league guys. Also, I mean, it's a guard, summer league is really super guard orientated in a way. So for a guy like Victor Wampanyama, I think he struggled that first game trying to get adjusted. Um, also, I do think that, you know, he, he has some trouble getting to his spots,
0: you know, and that's and, where TJ and, is going to come and, in. And, and that's where TJ is going to come in and say he needs to get some strength. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, the guard play for the San Antonio Spurs is really not good on their summer league team. So, like, he had to create a lot of his own offense. I just don't think he's he's suited for that yet. Um, yeah, the first game really struggled. Also, check it out, guys. Uh, check it out. All right. Oh, I don't oh. Know sure we can see that or not.
1: My man ain't never got the Victor Wembanyama jersey. Yeah. Look at this guy. Oh my gosh. That is awesome, David.
0: Yeah. I need to get yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get one I, of those. I guess I got it. I got it from the China.
1: Oh Okay, okay, okay. You know I gotta hit it up. You know I gotta hit it up.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean Victor Wembanyama for sure struggled in his first game, going two for thirteen from the field, uh, but bounced back in really a professional way, professional way. Uh, Twenty-seven points in the second game. Um, I you know, the the guard play for the San Antonio Spurs is really not good. Um, it really puts a lot of pressure on a, a guy like Victor Wembanyama to create his own shot. So it gets Ben. You know, um, TJ, go ahead.
1: I'm not sure he's rookie of the year. I'm not sure he's going to be rookie of the year this year. I, I would say that for somebody. I else. think it's
0: a little. I think that's a it's a little premature to say that based on just. I know that. I know that. I know, games, that, I know but, that. But I'm just. I'm just saying. But he. I mean, he played two games. He played. He scored thirty-six points. He had twenty rebounds, eight blocks. Uh, even in the game, he struggled. He had what five blocks in that game? Like. Yeah.
1: No. He was. He was impacting. He was impacting it defensively, even when he wasn't getting his offense going.
0: Sorry, CJ, I keep cutting you
2: off. Go ahead, Ben. Hey, it's, it's summer League, bro. It's it's not even real NBA players. It's guys trying to get to the NBA. And yeah, like it's it is what he had one bad game, he had one good game, and er- everybody wants to fawn over the one good game he had. It's like yeah, he's playing against practice squad dudes and other rookies and guys trying to get to the league. I I, I know he caught a lot of flack for saying. Um, he said the same thing. Luca Doncic said that playing over in Europe is harder than playing here, and it's like, no, you haven't <laughs> played. You haven't played real NBA basketball yet.
0: You haven't played here yet, <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, you haven't played here yet. And I know he's played against some NBA guys like um like uh, for example, AS Monaco. He goes against uh he went against the Donatis right? Who was a old NBA, who's a, a, a vet in the NBA for seven years. But that's a small barometer, right? You know, of uh, NBA guys that are over there playing. Those are guys that are or journeymen, guys that maybe were first round picks. That didn't last in the league for long. So, um, so yeah. I mean, you got to play against NB, Jokic, um, who else? Um, you know, anybody that's yeah. you know, any big, you know, man like, uh, Jokic, I mean, big man in a suitable big man, Nurkic, Joe. Yeah, yeah, all of them. You know, all the big men that are that are physical. I mean, uh, even even um, his um, the Steven guy he Adams. looks up Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. You know. Guys like that, you know, you gotta go against real muscle um instead of you know, cause a lot of times we already noticed that when he was playing um in the French Pro League, they wouldn't even use those tall guys on him. They would use smaller, like six foot six, six, they'll use the strongest guy on them to try and get him out the paint. And all he has to do is catch it and shoot right over him. It's impossible to, to block a shot. But when you start going against seven foot guys that are kind of almost as skilled as you, now let's see what you know what happens. You
0: know, uh, moving on from uh, Victor Wemenyama, uh, because we're going to be talking about him a lot during this offseason. Let's talk about the second overall pick, Brandon Miller. Um, struggled uh, as, at times in the summer league uh, in his first two games in Sacramento uh, before they shifted over into Vegas. He has many fouls, as field goal attempts, uh, as he was really pretty passive in Sacramento. And then he goes to Vegas, uh, shoots 16 ga- points, shots per game, uh, only made 35 percent of them, only 26 percent from the three point range. Um, he did end the summer league on a very high note, putting up 26 points and six rebounds in the final game that the uh, that he played before the Hornets shut him down. Um, what were your thoughts on Brandon Miller uh, in summer league?
2: Same things. Like, it's literally the same things. Like, they, I think because I think they're so what you call it, they're so protective of these players. Like it's like, oh, we're gonna shut you down now. It's like for what? <laughs> For what? Like, no, we're shutting you down. For what? They're not gonna play ball again until um, what's it called preseason. And I even then, they're probably gonna play limited minutes in that. It's like I, I unless they get hurt, like what you call it, like like uh, like uh, Asar Thompson did, and, or anybody. And
0: Scoot, and Scoot Henderson got injured too in his first summer league game. Uh, he well. looked really good. Both of them looked good in their first. Um, action. Some of um, but, yeah, I, I mean, but Brandon Miller, yeah, I mean, the, the percentages from the field is a little concerning. Um, but, yeah, it's still only his first, you know, handful of games in the NBA or any real NBA action. Uh, I take a you little bit with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm going to take some positives from, from what I saw with him. His game translates very well to the NBA, especially the open space. Especially the playmaking uh, with bigger um, uh, wing players being able to, you know, control the ball, um, play make for other his teammates. But what really stood out to me was defensively. I think he affected the game in other ways than scoring, right? And I think that you got to look at, you know, some even though he's got some of those fouls, he's got a kind of, you know, you know, he was just being a little aggressive at times. I just think that defensively, I think he's going to be pretty solid up there and like i'm telling you man paul george two point i mean not 2.0 but he's like a a paul george light you know you know I, i give a paul george diet paul george right um he's not yet he's not quite paul george but he's 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 almost there and i can see the defensive ability in him so at the next level we already know what he can do at college at, uh, offensively, right? I've you know, seen him kill it last Yeah, shoot, I so.
0: think there are still some concerns like with, like, him ability to finish at the rim. Um, but That's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he finished up with his most impressive game in the summer league. Um, I still think the freak athleticism is still there. Um, and I think the shooting stuff, will it'll even out. He's a too good of a shooter to shoot it this poorly for, his, for any real length of time.
1: Absolutely.
0: Did you have any other
2: thoughts? No, not really. Like you can only take you can only take summer league basketball with a grain of salt. <laughs> it's, it's like for real.
0: It's it's like I, uh, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get we'll get to that when we get to go talk. That's for sure. Right,
2: uh, I just, <laughs> I just decide, uh, oh, this guy looked good in summer league. Why didn't they sign him? Because it's fucking summer league.
1: That's why. Yeah, like Lester Kingonis. Lester Kingonis killed it. He probably ain't gonna even play for Golden
0: State. Uh move. game before leaving with a right shoulder injury and not playing for the rest of the summer league, uh, but he had 15 points and 6 assists in just 21 minutes of action, uh, as he probably will be the Damian Miller's era parent if that trade ever happens. We'll get to that in a little bit too as well. Um, what do you think about the one game out of Scoot Henderson? It's really hard to really judge him on the one sample size, um, but he did look extremely explosive in his one his one game on in the in, on the floor. Uh, so,
2: like, he got also a high start. Uh, he was I think he hit his first, like, six or seven shots, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I think he went down with a shoulder injury, and then that was the last we saw Scoot Henderson in the summer league. Again, grain of salt. All right? You're not going to go six or six or six, six seven for seven when you play the actual NBA game. All right, It's not going to be guys... Hey man, I'm trying to earn a roster spot. Like, no, you're gonna play against guys that. Hey, I got a mortgage to pay, I got kids to feed, I got kids to put in private school. And they gonna be serious.
0: Yeah, but so, I, I think one of the one of the things about Scoot Henderson, like I didn't necessarily see out of Brandon Miller. Like when you know when Scoot Henderson was on the floor, you kind of knew it. Like he, you kind of could tell when he was on the Brandon Miller kind of got lost a little bit, especially in Sacramento. Uh, those two games he played over there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's really hard to judge him based on you know the two games, one the basically the 21 minutes he played. Uh, but he did look good in those first games. Uh, it's unfortunate he went down with an injury. Mm-hmm. Good. that's what it is. Uh, moving on from there, let's talk about some winners and losers. Just talking about rookies here. Uh, who do you guys have? Here your summer league rookie winners?
1: Um. Hmm. I mean, is Ch- Chet Chet technically a rookie, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Can we can we, can we can we can we establish that right now? Um, yeah, Chet. I mean, Holmberg, he's going to be he, he's going to be eligible
0: for he's he's going to be eligible for rookie of the year, um, and yeah, so yeah, he's for uh, sure eligible for this. this I'll leave a couple names. I'll leave a couple names because I know
1: TJ probably um, uh, wants to say uh, you know a couple names, but I'll say. Um, the, the the boy from Miami, Hami Hawkins. and then I'll say the, the the next one that's the the most. You already know the kid from Houston
0: that went late yeah, round, Cam, Cam Whitmore. Yeah, yeah, he was he, a killer. Average nineteen points, yeah. five rebounds, two and a half assists. Also, summer league MVP. Uh, while being his ridiculous slip, uh, he looked made all the dollars long uh, based on the medical report. I, I honestly, um, I honestly, in my opinion,
1: I think yeah, a huge winner. Yeah, huge winner.
2: PJ. Oh, you got him. Well, you got you got those guys. What's his name for the Bulls? Had a good season. Pre, uh, summer league. Javon uh, Freeman. Liberty parlayed that into getting a deal with the Raptors. Um, mm-hmm. It's I mean, like that's kind of the purpose of summer league, All right. It's guys that's you're auditioning for every team, not just the team you're playing summer league with. You are auditioning for every team. And Izzy brought up an interesting uh Lester Quinoa for the Warriors Summer League team. He had a good summer league, but where is he?
1: He's probably not gonna play for
2: them. He's not gonna like play
1: for them. Else. No, he's probably not gonna play for them.
2: <laughs> so like, like I like I just wish fan like I love what I love what summer league has turned into. I love that it's something that we look forward to in the off season. But at the same time, you you gotta take it with a grain of salt. It's not going to be your favorite players playing in summer league. It's not happening. So I got a, it, I got
1: I got two more
0: names. Go ahead, I got I got, I got one more. Go ahead. Uh, I got. Oh, I got age. two more names. In oh, I was just about to say he was one away. He was one away. There we go. <laughs> huge, a huge winner out of the summer league. Shot at forty three percent for the field, forty percent for the three full line. Did not miss a free throw. While he was in summer league, while averaging seventeen point two points a game, while being on a Cleveland Cavaliers team that won that the summer league, that Isaiah Mobley won the summer league MVP from that one game. MVP, like, yeah, yeah, like Imani Bates. Yeah, big, big Mobley. That's quieted, big Mobley. That's, that's that's quieted a lot of his doubters. By the way, he played in the summer league. Man, Imani
1: Bates is a is is a flame thrower. I mean, he can score. I mean, he's nineteen, bro. People forget that he reclassified. A lot of people that are casual friends, he reclassified. So really, technically, this year, or this past year, when he was at Eastern Michigan, that was really supposed to be his actual freshman year of college basketball. Right, TJ? Because he reclassified to go too early. So he was a little mature what whatnot. But I'm not going to bring that up. This kid has his butt off at Eastern Michigan. Then he goes to the Cavs and he's playing his butt off in Cleveland. He's definitely going to get a spot on the team. He's 19. He was one of the best players in America um, out of high school. I mean, he he might start at small. This kid is temporary. No, he can't. Oh, if he does,
0: he's, he's, he's got to you know, get
1: a little bit more muscle. But he, I mean, he's gonna come off the bench. I, 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 I he's gonna average like 12, 15 he, a game. I
0: I can see a scenario where he's starting for them at small forward this season. Why? At
1: some point, but he's got to get he's got to get more I mean, more, you know, more, I more. Pretend like the I, the, I, I power,
0: the small forward position is all locked up there in Cleveland. I mean, well, well Karis Karras still there, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think Amani Bates is more upside than Karis Laver does at this point.
2: And at the at same time, point. you're the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're a playoff team. You're not betting on upside anymore. Those days are gone.
0: Um, those days
1: are I, definitely I, gone. I, I, th- I think he's going to start some legitimate minutes for them. An- another, really guy, another guy. No, uh, another not. guy. Another Ke- guy. Keontae George had a hell of a summer league for the Utah Jazz. Shot forty-four percent from three, 21 a game, six. I mean, I, I love what he, he just looks like a pro already. In his uh, in
0: his, his his debut game for the Utah Jazz. He put up a thirty-three point, ten assist game, uh, in his first game in the summer league, including six three pointers.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: There's another you. kid too. Oh, go ahead, TJ. Oh, right. I love Imani Bates as much as you, as much as you do, Izzy. But I think the roster that he's going to be on, that Cleveland roster, if he makes the final roster, he would be lucky to be a two way guy. I'm so serious. You think so? You think he's going to be in the G League?
1: Well, yeah. I
0: don't think he'll be in the G League. I, I, I That's my honest opinion. I, I don't think, think, okay, I, I okay. think he's going to be a, a viable bench player for them. I think he's going to play some legitimate. I think
1: bench. I think TJ's on to something. I think to start the season, though, David, I think they will put – because you got to find minutes for him. And if you don't got minutes for the young guy, you got to get minutes – him. They're going
0: to do them like James Wiseman or how they do young guys. Put them in a GE two-way player, that's, that's bring them up when like, he's ready. stuff like never works. I can't even think of an instance outside of, I guess, like um, Io right? He started on a two-way contract, ended up working his way into the main roster. But I, I can't think of that many guys that have been on that two-way and ended up becoming like a legitimate, like legitimate piece for a team.
1: Ah oh, man, they got but see at small forward shooting guard they got they
0: got Isaac Okora they got he said,
1: right. I don't Maybe know Jettie Adams he's, he's an excellent, oh. yeah he's still there they got yeah him. and who's the other who's
2: um uh, who's the other kid Wade uh, D Wade yeah, still, he's still yeah, there he's still there, there. He's still there, there. Jettie uh, uh, Adams still, still there there. Yep. Still there. like you know, where are you gonna play where are you gonna play him that where he are you gonna play get some legit he's
0: gonna play for who David
2: no he's not yes he will no he's not. He's gonna be in the G League. He's gonna be in he gonna be with a G League team, bro. We'll see.
0: We'll see. We will uh, see.
2: Again, this is a playoff. This is a this is a playoff team that won 51 games. They are not like, no. They upside they the days of upside in Cleveland are done. They are done with that.
1: I'm totally 50 fifty. I'm totally fifty fifty. I agree with both of y'all. I really don't know what's gonna happen with that kid, but he's got talent. Uh moving on from
0: there. Let's talk from the winners, unless you got you got another winner, right?
1: Um, uh, I had uh Leonard Miller from Minnesota, like Leonard Miller, big guy. Um, posted he had some good, uh, a couple good games. Was it 15 8? He shot 37 for 3, which shocked me. So, Leonard Miller looked good, and he's been playing against grown men for the last two years.
0: Uh, moving on from the winners, let's talk about a little bit of losers, players that kind of struggled in summer league. Uh, who do you guys got at the rookie spot?
1: Oh. Um, I mean, you did say one of them. I mean, Brandon Miller. I wouldn't say he's a loser though, because he's a top three pick. Um, God, Lee. I, I mean, I'd, I'd have to look and see who's like a crazy loser here.
0: So I, I got, I got two, uh, actually but, three guys just based on stats. Um, so the kid Brandon uh, Podziminski, um, he went to the Golden State War. Oh, he had a horrible summer. Um, you know, he averaged eight point six points per game, shot at twenty one point seven percent from the three point line. Um, he did have 6.8 rebounds and six assists per game. You know, looking at some of his strengths there, uh, struggled uh, from the perimeter, uh, shot making, play making, elite rebounding, but he did. Rebound and playmaking. Pretty good as a guard. Um, but the shot making that you he thought you'd he get for sure out of him, yeah, it didn't really work out for him, really, there. <laughs> uh, Thunder guard, on Wallace, another guy. Uh, he got off to a strong start, shooting 6 for 10 from three in his Shumer debut, but it ta- tailed off after that. 6 for 21 for the rest of the way, uh, final four games. He had more turnovers and assists uh, through four games as well. Um, that's not ideal.
2: And it's summer late.
0: And then Lakers guard Jalen Hood Chofino as well. uh, Also struggled from the field, uh, shooting at 34% from the field and 21% from the three point line. Um, You know, just struggled shooting consistent shot selection. Um, You know, like to see him put up a little bit, be a little more efficient than he was.
1: Not going to lie to you guys, I had nothing but winners. I didn't have any losers uh, for for rookies. (laughs) But I know Brandon Pachewski was horrible. Uh, for the Golden State Warriors, but he's the kid though. He's the guy that man. I mean, he's he's another guy that's got to get adjusted to the to the um, to the pro level. I mean, you're going from you know Santa Clara. I mean, he's he used to play at U of I, and then he transferred to Santa Clara. He became a
0: first round pick. Um, but I mean,
1: it's not I mean, I everybody mean, I makes that I
0: jump mean, from I mean, the WCC. I mean the other the other thing is, I mean, it's a really small sample size. Like we're talking like five games. It like it's really hard to like. Really get a grip of how what this player is going to be when they're only playing, you know, four games. Yeah, they and like, were,
2: couple, like what was it? Nights. They were, they, they was in that Sacramento, uh, not Sacramento, the California Classic. They they played in that, and then you go to Vegas and you play in that summer league, however many, some, however many games that is. Again, it's like you said, it's, it's not a, a big sample size. for what these guys, you're basing, you're basing these guys off of like what seven games at the most if yeah, they did I mean, you're, you're,
0: you're, talk, you're talking about them playing like 20 minutes a night and just seven games like it's really not. i'll
1: give you guys i'll give you guys one too um uh Derek lively i you know i know he was averaging what eight and eight which is what 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 we want to see but I, you know i want to point six on blocks i want to see two three blocks a game from him like he's that athletic he's a defensive star wolf this is why they drafted you right so I would like to see a little bit more from him on the defensive end. If I
0: had any loser,
1: I mean, other than the ones that you called out, it would probably be him.
0: So so let's swing it over for talking over rookies. Let's talk about non-rookies, So, guys that really showed out. Uh, first one for me is uh, Jabari Smith. Um, when, you want, when you want somebody, like when they come back from the summer league for the second season, right, you, you want him to – you want the guy, especially if he's like a top five pick, you want it to be like he doesn't really belong there. Jamar Smith didn't belong in the summer league, which is why they only shut him, they shut him down after two games. He averaged thirty five <laughs> points a night, gets seven rebounds and four assists. Like when you have when you want a guy, when a guy comes back for his second season in the summer league after playing in a full NBA season, you want that guy to show out, and Jamar Smith for sure did that. Yeah. Um, it, it, and that he hit a game day. winner.
1: Yeah. And he hit a game winner. Yeah. They shot the ball you know, we well. said the same. Me and TJ said the same thing about um uh, uh point guard from uh, OKC, TJ, giddy. Remember he was playing the summer yeah, league yeah. And year? like um, what the yeah. hell
2: is he doing? Like what are you like bro was good? He got triple doubles as a rookie. <laughs> if you don't sit your ass down somewhere, bro, like
0: And I, and I had this I, yeah. guy uh, I had this guy under like non rookies. I had Chad Holmgren, uh who looked really good in his first couple games in the summer league. Um before they All the Houston
1: game. guys all the Houston guys look good, like Tari Eason looked good. Um you know, Jabari Smith looked good. Cam Whitmore looked good. Thompson the Thompson kid looked good before he went down. Houston's got, Houston's got you know some upside coming up here. Um I'll give you a look. Jaden Hardy Dallas had a really good summer game, um this year. 23 points. What do you what do you have? Uh 23 points, four rebounds, uh five, almost six rebounds a game, three assists. Uh what do he shoot? He still shoot horribly from the three-point range, uh 24%. But he was still getting to the basket, getting to the rim whenever at will. So I like what I saw out of Jaden Harden.
0: Um, and uh, the, the Miami he continue to find diamonds in the rough. This Orlando Robinson uh, on their summer league team, uh, all summer league first team, averaged 25 points with uh, basically 60% from the field, nine rebounds, three assists and a half. He's, we'll like, he's going to be a nice addition
1: to somebody's roster. I don't know if he makes Miami, but he'll be a nice addition to somebody's roster.
2: Yeah. Hey, if I'm Miami, I'm not signing nobody else that's like that. Like, no, you saw, not at all. You, know, you saw what you needed. You like you know what you need. Like you saw what you needed. The last thing you need is more undrafted dudes, all because they fit "quote unquote" heat culture. That shit only gonna get you so far because you shouldn't have made it as far as you did. And <laughs> and um as far as Jabari Smith is concerned, like i appreciate what you call the mindset he's like yo we went 20 and 60 whatever everybody should be on everybody who played last year should be here and i while i appreciate the sentiment bruh you started for the team you should not be playing summer league we can't this Mm. didn't this didn't tell me nothing more about you that i didn't (laughs) already
1: know right
2: (laughs) right like what? Like like how? Like how did you get better in this instance when you're playing against literally the same people? Like no, I didn't learn anything new about you, Jabari Smith Jr. I I, I didn't like I that that's like my biggest pet peeve, against Summer League, right? Like guys that played like you spent most of your season as a starter. The Pistons did it. Like I, let me look it up. Who did they have? On their summer league roster, like guys, like like last year they had Isaiah Stewart, and Isaiah Stewart started like seventy games for them. Why was he Isaiah did not
0: need to be in summer league? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't necessarily – if you love the sport and you always want to play, I mean, I don't necessarily hate it. Uh, no, let's, move like, on. let's move on to the other I'm side of this play. coin. I ain't trying to hear that, David. I'm not trying move, to hear that. Moving <laughs> move on to the other side of this coin, Talk about the conversation with players that are like, you know, second years and later who kind of struggled uh, in their second season summer league or even – Oh, I got a couple of them. That really struggled. Um, all right, Izzy, go ahead. Uh, the
1: two guys from San Antonio, Blake Wesley – and Malachi Branham. Malachi is absolutely one. terrible. And I like like those. No, but but see, but see, TJ, those two dudes needed to be in summer league and they look <laughs> like crap. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 no, but, but no but TJ, I'm like, yo, you waste you, you you picked them dudes in the first round last year. So it's like they they should be kind of ahead of the curve. No, they look like
0: rookies again in summer league. I'm like uh another like, one, I mean we'll talk we're gonna talk about this
1: in a few minutes before we switch you, to that
0: one, before we
2: switch off to that, one, bro. Why was Keegan Murray in summer league? Why? Why was Keegan Murray playing for the Sacramento Kings, the team that went to the playoffs? Keegan like why? Why, was Keegan, why was Keegan uh, Murray in summer league? Why was
0: Keegan Murray in
2: summer league? summer league, why? Jalen Duran plays summer league why what like what who does that help how did they get back? like no I
0: mean it's gotta it's gotta be in the contract that you have to play in the summer league your first two years is like your first two years of the NBA like it must be like to see that. Seven,
2: eight? Oh, I swear you, to
0: God I gotta see that if that come on uh, bro. That's to the losers <laughs> uh I I think the Miami Heat really wish Nicole Jovich had played a lot better in the summer league. Um, averaging 8.5 points per game on 20% shooting from the three-point line, he there was a good. point where he missed every three-point shot he took. Um, he was not good. He was not good either. And he is going to be a piece. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming at some point no, we'll, that, we'll talk a-
2: That just That's just mismanagement on the heat part because – you like you, you had this guy on the roster last season, and you didn't play him. Like you knew size was at a premium for your roster. Why not make him? Why not it, it play him at the next level to get better? That makes that makes no. It sense. didn't
0: help his trade value whatsoever. And then AJ Hawks wing AJ Griffin um, didn't play a lot last season, but you know you come into the summer league only averaged nine points on thirty uh, percent from the, over three games while he played. Um, and then yeah, I played Leslie. Obviously, you struggled know what quite the- late.
1: You know what, though? A.J. Griffin, I'm going to say this. Even at Duke, I saw that he could not create a shot. He's the same as – um, he's the same as, as – uh, uh, what's uh, what's the young man that played with Zion? Cam Reddish. The same mm-hmm. as Cam Reddish, where it's like Cam Reddish was not able to create a shot at the college level, and neither was A.J. Griffin, and that stuff didn't – well, I'm going to say this. Cam Reddish a little bit better than A.J. Griffin at the next level, but he just doesn't have a game where he can create off the dribble. He's a catch-and-shoot guy. And when he's not hitting his three pointers, what is, you know, what else is he doing offensively for you? So So you can can make the argument that AJ, like, uh,
2: okay, if you're an NBA rookie and you play, not start, and you play legit minutes and you play over 70 games, you do not need to be in summer league. AJ Griffin's played (laughs) in 72 games last season. 72 average 19 and a half minutes a game what like why like 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 that's that, that legit should be the stand like hey man you played seven you started 12 you played in 72 you you averaged 19 and that that's legit minutes in a in a 48 minute nba game you're getting basically half the minute you're getting 20 minutes a game
1: you giving me eight you're giving me nine points a game in 20 minutes why are you on summer league? I totally I agree with you
0: on that. I think I think uh, that. Look, Jeremy Shoshan didn't play in summer league, did
1: he? Nope. Nope. I didn't
0: see him. No. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, big shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers as they win the summer league. This has been our summer league kind of breakdown. And the loser,
2: um, uh, Daylon Terry. Daylon Terry. I, I understand oh, Terry played for the Bulls last season, but he had a terrible summer league.
1: Like Thank the one. You. I mean, I'm-
2: The one thing I did see is like um, he had kind con- like. He had the confidence in his jump shot because he took like he took a lot of shots. Which I'm I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Like, take the shot. Like they gonna leave if they're gonna leave you open, take the shot. You cannot play the NBA and be scared to shoot.
0: Uh, but yeah, big shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers who ended up winning the NBA summer league. Have you guys also have you seen the ring that you get when you win the summer league? Stupid. I wouldn't
1: like
0: that shit. It, it is not a small. It, it is not a small ring. Let me tell you that. <laughs> like and I, so I wouldn't. And I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't wear I'm selling it, it. It is, it is quite. <laughs> it is quite the piece of jewelry. That's for sure. Um, but moving it, on from there. Let's talk about something. Nothing. Everything. A staple here at Prime Sports World. Um, you know we haven't had really had an opportunity to do uh something nothing or everything in a little bit. Uh, so first one. Uh, reports Miami Heat growing frustrated with the Damian Lillard trade talks. And the Damian Lillard trade talks have gotten strange. Oh, yeah. um, Portland seems unwilling to facilitate for- Damian Lillard where he wants to go. Um, and, for- and Damian Lillard Good. seems unwilling to play for anyone who is in the Miami Heat. Something, Good. Nothing or everything. Everything. Everything, for real. Because <laughs> I'm not trading
1: you. <laughs> I'm, I need what I need back
2: everything like that and also this this is a what you call it this is a blow to the player mobility thing like these owners these teams they are tired of these players being like hey i just i don't want to play here anymore well you don't have a say in that you especially when you sign contracts you don't have a say in that that's
0: that's over with not, 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 to mention, like yeah, David Miller has been a very good player for the Portland Trailblazers, right? He doesn't. It's not like he's like a LeBron, like where he's like won rings and titles with the Portland Trailblazers. Like they won to a Western Conference Finals one time. Like I, the fact that yes, I, it's very nice that he's been very loyal to the Portland Trailblazers as long as he's been loyal. But the fact that like the Portland Trailblazers don't owe him anything, like he hasn't really won anything with them. He does He's not an MVP. Like this is everything. This is everything.
2: I right, no, like, because, like, you said it. Like, what have you done for them? I mean, I, I, loyalty, cool, great. You, you should have left, like, five years ago, or whenever, like, or when like, like, they, when traded, Marcus
0: Al- when Marcus Aldridge left, you should have left too.
2: Or when they, or better yet, when they <laughs> traded, when they traded CJ McCollum away, you should have left then. Like, you, like, when they, when they facilitated that trade, they, you should have went to them, and like, hey, well, you got him out of here. If you're going to do the rebuild, rebuild completely. Like, so not like it's now on the other side, Damian Lillard kind of looks suspect because it's like you went from saying, Hey, you want to get it out the mud to I don't want to play with I don't, I don't want to uh, go through a rebuild. Well, now, nah, play up. What happened to getting it out the mud? <laughs> well, I,
0: yeah, I think when you, you draft the era parent, it's good Henderson. I mean, yeah, that's a little trade situation. I thought this trade would be done by now. Um it seems like this is gonna drag on for a you know, while it
1: would be it, it would be because, because would this, be the fine. thing the, the
0: thing is the thing is Miami doesn't have a good package.
1: they, like, don't. they just
0: don't. Like they just, like, especially they don't, don't, they Tyler
1: don't
0: want Hero. Tyler they don't want Tyler Hero because they have Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp who played the same position. Like, it's Tyler Hero, sure it's says.
2: Duncan it's Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, maybe Caleb Martin and Nicole Jokic, and some stuff and and some draft stuff.
0: And, as, and some draft stuff like that's just, like and if, brooklyn, and if brooklyn is involved they have a better package they have cam thomas who's a better player like i know Cam tyler tyler here's one and six man but i think cam thomas has a higher upside and they and, have a treasure trove of draft assets
2: and if i'm like it i think it's different if damian Little says i want to i'm like i'm demanding a trade and then you have a field partner, like you have a field of other partners willing to participate. When you say I want to train and this is where I want to go, and you limit that team to where who they can talk to, that messes us up. That messes it up. Because like look, like take a team like OKC. right? you already know OKC has a few untouchables. Say uh SGA ain't going nowhere, Giddy ain't going nowhere, Homegrown ain't going nowhere. And I they just Williams signed Williams,
0: I think Jay Williams would will be untouchable too. So, I mean. And Jay
2: and uh yeah, the, the other Jay, the dark skinned Jay Williams. He ain't going
0: to J Dub, J Dub.
2: They have the draft capital and they have the other pieces to be like, okay, we'll send we uh we'll send to OKC. Because we already know SGA ain't going nowhere. Like you
1: can probably persuade them to give up Josh Giddy, but it will take a lot. They have yeah. to they have to find what's gonna have to happen is they're gonna have to find a third team. To, to make this trade happen, that's that's it, that's all. And whatever that third team is, I don't know. But it it oh. might be Brooklyn, it might be you know OKC, but mean, They got to find a third if team. Brooklyn, if Brooklyn isn't no. that
0: third team, they're getting Damian Miller. They have the package to get it done. Um, yeah. Same thing with yeah. Oklahoma City. You know, it, move, moving on to the second one, kind of attached to that, the Rudy Gobert trade last season has ruined trades, superstar trades, probably forever. Because of Rudy Garbert going for a treasure trove of assets, now it's all of these teams, like with a superstar that they want to look into move. They're asking for a treasure chest of trades, of, of assets. I mean, looking at the Pascal Siakam. Uh, mm-hmm. I imagine their GM's got to be looking for. Multiple first round picks, if not as much as Rudy Gobert went for. As Rudy Gobert is a solid player, but he's not worth like five first round picks. He's not worth. And he is now, worth now yeah. that that trade has ruined all superstar trades, possibly forever. Something, nothing, everything.
1: It's definitely. So, so I'm, I'm, go ahead. It's definitely some. This is gonna be my last. This is gonna let my last thing. I can't be on Go Talk. So I gotta go get my car. <laughs> but this is definitely something. Um, it just. It, 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 It's killing teams that are I mean, look I would say this. If you're if you're already compiling assets, then you gotta know that that team, if you want a superstar, they're gonna want all of those assets. But it's it's becoming quite ridiculous. I mean, these teams want, you know, three first round picks, four first round picks, and they're giving up a guy that's you know 30, 31, 32. He's only got what, three, four good years left in him. You know, you're giving up your future. So that 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 is definitely something uh, to watch out for for NBA,
0: So, I agree with you on that. Or something. Hey, hold on, we can do go talk real quick if you can stay on for just a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's do go talk real quick. We can we can, we can do something, nothing, everything another day. Um, but TJ, you're you're saying it's something on the Gobert stuff? Yeah, it's
2: something because it's like again, like when you try to trade for a superstar. Like what what did Go Bear go for? Five first round picks? Yeah.
0: That's 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 to get the conversation started. So moving mm-hmm. on from there, let's do goat talk. Uh, so uh, I figured I'd do a goat talk inspired by the NBA Summer League since we do spend a lot of time talking about the NBA Summer League. Uh, player A. Won the NBA Summer League MVP in 2006. Uh, He was a first-round pick uh, by the Boston Celtics. He was the seventh overall pick in the first round in 2006. He did not play for Boston, but he did play for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Washington Wizards, Los Angeles Clippers, Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, Thunder Nets. Uh, All-NBA rookie first team in 2007. Um, For his career, he averaged 10.3 points a game. Uh, basically, two assists and two rebounds per game. Do you guys know who Player A is? He went to Villanova. Oh. Uh, um, and he and he was the first summer league MVP ever. Was His it Josh game. Cunningham? It's not. No, Josh no, no. Cunningham. It was Cunningham. No, it wasn't Josh Cunningham. No. He's a shooting guard, point guard. Oh, Randy Foy. Randy Foy. So Randy Foy was the first-ever Summer League MVP and the third-ever Summer League MVP in 2008 as a member of the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, he was the first-round pick in 2008 number 11. He was drafted by the Indiana Pacers, also did not play for them. Um, he played for the Blazers, Hornets, Raptors, Grizzlies, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Timberwolves. He also went to Arizona for college. Uh, he was a McDonald's All-American, second-team All-Pac-10. He averaged 8.4 points per game, uh, two rebounds, and three assists per game. Wait, what year was this? 2008. Arizona? Yep. 11th overall by the Pacers, uh, but did not play for them. Uh, he was the Summer League MVP that season. <sighs> so he said he was drafted by the Pacers 11th overall Yep. 2008. He did not play, but he didn't play for them. He ended up playing ended for the he, Trailblazers.
1: He ended up playing for trailblazers at the Trailblazers two thousand eight, is Derrick Rose here. Oh, yeah. Was Derrick
0: Rose 0-9 Oh, he's 0-8 Oh, what's what college did he go to? Arizona. Arizona. Arizona.
1: Oh, he went to Arizona.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, this is a tough one.
0: Point guard, shooting guard, what position? Uh, point guard, shooting guard. 6'3", 200 pounds. Uh, he was first team parade, all American, whatever that is. Four team parade, all American, two thousand six. Oh, this is a tough one, man. Ah, man. Ah. Oh no, I don't know
1: this one. I wouldn't know this one. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I, I don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this ah, one is Jared. This one is Jared Bayless. Oh my God, I forgot about him. I forgot. Oh, that's, that's, that's clear. Uh, his yeah. best season was oh in 2010 gosh. as a member of the Raptors. Uh, averaged 11 points, uh, four re- four assists, and three rebounds. Uh, but if you had to pick between Randy Foy and Jared Bayless uh, when it comes to Goat Talk, who actually had a really good season in 2009, uh we had six season points a game, four assists, and three rebounds.
2: Just off the summer league stuff?
0: No, it's just their careers in general. Randy Foy or Jared Bayless. I'm
1: gonna go Randy Foy. I'm gonna go Randy Foy. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I mean, he was on some. He was, he was on Minnesota during some lean years. Like they were, who, horrible team was. That's those teams was Al Jefferson and and not Kevin
0: Love. Right, you know, young Kevin Love. Like it was. Yeah, he was part of the. He was part of that Kevin Garnett trade. I think. (laughs) Like, I think he was yeah. part of the return for coming. So, so Randy Foy,
1: um, it was Randy, uh, cause they, they had the trio or really it was four guards. Cause you had Alan Ray, Randy Foy and, uh, Kyle Lowry on that Villanova team. Yeah. They were all Americans. They made it to the elite eight and all that good stuff. But Jared Bayless, man, I remember when he was in Toronto and, uh, Derrick Rose cooked them <laughs> <laughs> and there Gross cooked a lot of guys. Derekros cooked a lot of guys, but he really cooked Jared Bayless that one night when he was like snatching guys a glass and all that stuff. Remember that uh guys that one game? Yeah. You yeah. know, he was he was snatching guys' balls off the glass when, when they played Toronto in, at the UC. So I'm going Randy Foy, because I don't know. I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen Randy Foy get done like Jared Bayless did. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, also, I'm going to go Randy Foy, too. Uh, it was hard, actually, to pick uh, Mick and Goat Talk out of the NBA Summer League uh, because there's, like, like I could have done Blake Griffin versus John Wall, uh, who won back-to-back Summer League MVPs in 2009 and 2010. I uh, mm-hmm. could have gone Damian Lillard versus either of those two guys. Um, but I wanted to go for a little lesser names. Uh, but, yeah, thank you very much for checking out uh, Goat Talk. Let's swing back into something nothing everything is as he prepares to leave us on the show. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, for the New York Jets show, uh, you don't want to miss that content, um, TJ? Okay, real quick, uh, I got one yes. more, uh, something, okay. nothing, everything. Um, when Chris Paul was asked about coming off the bench, uh, by the way, his like entrance, like press conference, like geez, like could they have not? They didn't pull out like any of the red carpet. Like they just basically were like whatever. Uh, his response to that question was, "Are you the coach? Something, nothing, or everything?"
2: Um, he said that to the reporter A
0: reporter. Yeah, he said he didn't realize that because like, they were asking him about coming off the bench and working for the second unit. Uh, what do yeah. you expect it to look like? Uh, and then his response was, are you the coach?
2: Um, I guess because it's Chris Paul, it's going to be like, oh, this is nothing. But at the same time, like if you're that, if you're the Golden State Warriors, that's, that's something to them. Because it's like, hey, bro, you gonna play whatever role we say play?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Like you, you, you gotta understand here. Like it's rings and teams over here, right? Like
0: uh, the, the, the Chris Paul being in Golden State is just strange. Like remember, remember when they all almost like fought, like when those two locker rooms almost fought, like when he was a member of the Clippers.
2: Yeah, like what you got like that? Like him and Draymond Green got their differences and. Oh yeah. now, Dr- now Draymond Green is looking forward to talking stuff out amongst adults mm-hmm. and grown men. It's like, bro. First off, act like one. Take your yeah. own advice and like take your own advice and act like one. Like, what is that at out? First off, just he's your teammate now. Like I understand, like we don't for- like you. You don't quote unquote forget stuff over here and whatnot. But the- you're also talking about some stuff that's I don't know how many years old like let it go like let it go I like i don't know but again like if you're chris paul you got to understand like hey they have stuff that you don't now don't get me wrong you're a hall of famer you're gonna be there right like you're the point guy all that good stuff but at the same time they have rings you don't so at this point in time If they say, "Hey, man, you gonna run with the second unit?" Guess what you're doing. You gonna (laughs) run with the second unit.
0: Yeah.
2: It's either run with the second unit, or they do you like, or or you get done like how unceremoniously how Carmelo Anthony was done.
0: Yep, and then he was (laughs) able to come back in the league and play for you know Portland. Um, Yeah, I think this is for sure something. I I I think Chris Paul. I think his ego eventually will. Um, you know, because he's never so come shy. off the bench. Yeah, I think he's never come off the bench, but I think he's gonna buy into what's gonna get him potentially a ship. Because the conversation changes if Chris Paul gets a championship. Like you just no, just because
2: goes. like well, it, it does. It's like like the difference is, I think Golden State and Steve Kerr, like they have the class and the wherewithal to to go to to go to a Chris Paul and have that conversation with him houston and Melo, they just mike D'Antoni just automatically thought that oh uh, if we move Melo to the bench he's going to accept that like no bro like that's that that's a like hall of famer who's never came off the bench any time in his life and you just automatically thought that if you put him on the bench he's going to accept it and then you you act surprised when he doesn't
0: and then another another thing i mean chris paul seems to revel like revel in these like. Doubt, when people doubt him. Like remember like when he went to Oklahoma City, like people were like, Oh, he's done. Like Oklahoma City's gonna have to like be, he's a negative asset at this point. Like they're never gonna be able to move him. He like, basically took that team to the playoffs and like the, like, the-
2: I thought like, he was never I am like oh, he's never gonna play a game with them. Like he's Yeah. Like they gonna trade yep. like he got traded there and it's like oh they gonna trade him and get some more assets and it's just like nah he's Yeah. Like no nah, he, he, he made the best of a bad situation, which is fine. But at, 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 if you're Chris Paul, you also got to understand, like, hey man, you're closer to the end than you are the middle.
0: That's true. He's 38 years old. He's on father time. 38 years
2: coming.
0: old. Um, <laughs> then, like, next one. I got two more. Uh, this one's pretty simple. Uh, a team successful in co- its first coaching challenge will get a second one in the same game. This is something me and you have talked about for a long time. That this mm-hmm. should you should be able to continue challenging stuff until you get one wrong. Um, yeah. But the team successfully in first coach something nothing
2: everything uh something i i think eventually that's going to that's going to be the direction they go like they'll hey you keep challenging until you get it wrong but i've seen like the issue with that is like slowing the game down all that good stuff but even now with the one challenge they are very reluctant to waste that one challenge because it's like hey i know if i get this wrong I'm not going to, hey, I'm not going to even have, I'm not going to have another one. And even now, even though if you get it right, you, you keep it, you get another one, you teams are still going to be reluctant because it's like, Hey, if I win this challenge, yes, I can challenge again, but if I lose this challenge, I'm not going to be able to yeah. challenge anything. Yeah. So it's yeah. the same thing. It's really like the only difference is you just get another challenge, but it's something, it's a step in the right direction.
0: I agree. Exactly. With you, this is for something. Yeah. I like, I like it. Uh, and then finally uh, the NBA board of governors has approved the sale of the Hornets by Michael Jordan. Uh, that just broke this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Something, nothing, everything as his run as an NBA owner can, seems to be over.
2: Um, in the bigger picture of things, it's everything. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, in our community in the black community, black ownership is a very big thing, right? We, we don't own a lot of anything, we don't, we don't own a lot. Um, and when you talked about black ownership, the first name that popped up was his it's, it's Michael Jordan. Like, you t- he took something, so he, he took something that was like that was small with the signature shoe, and then he grew it into his own empire. And parlay that into owning a NBA franchise, thus creating generational wealth for his family. Like, dude, really don't even have to keep his minority claim because he's still a, like he's still affiliated with yeah. the team. He's just, he's still a he's minority the,
0: owner. He's not the majority owner anymore, though.
2: Like, like that's a that's a huge thing because it's like that was one of the things. Like, that was one of the few things that we had. It's like, hey. Black ownership at hey, Michael Jordan. Like that's that's what we had. in NBA terms, um, I just want to know why James Dolan voted against it. Like he was literally the only one. Like it was well, like I a mean, 20- I mean,
0: uh, I mean it, it, given how Michael Jordan has run the Charlotte Hornets, I would want him to stay the owner too. <laughs> like.
2: I mean like I I <laughs> I but So, like, check this out, though, right? Even with that being said, you still got folks that say James Dolan is the worst owner in sports. Even with how bad, even with how bad the Hornets have been ran with Jordan there calling shots and doing this all this, you still got folks that say James Dolan is worse than him. So, I really don't think it makes a difference if that's what he's worried about.
0: I was one hundred percent kidding, (laughs) but. i know like, but like, i understand that it's you, for sure the worst owner in sports like, I, have you heard like the crazy stuff that like where he like has like cameras and like has this crazy uh, technology that can like like locate people in madison square garden
2: right like, bro like like you do not do, do you not think jordan uh like hornets fans were yelling at michael jordan sell the team he's terrible this that and the third like do you you really don't think jordan was going on about that you want to know why we didn't hear about it because jordan is like eh like, like, what, what, what they, like, man, yeah, like, yeah, I like, they're entitled to say that. Like, you tell James Dolan to his face, sell the team, he kicks you out.
0: He bans like, you that's, from the arena.
2: He, oh, and God. bans you from the arena. <laughs> yeah, like, like, Jordan ain't doing that stuff.
0: Yeah. Like like, also, Michael Jordan doesn't also doesn't care what other people think of him. He doesn't, doesn't care. care. <laughs> Straight up, does not care. Uh, but yeah, this is this is uh, this is for sure something. Um, yeah, it does also leave the NBA without a black majority owner of any team in the NBA. Um,
2: like so. we, yeah, I mean, some like the with the expansion, um, and I, I think you can throw this in because it just came off my head. Like my something, nothing, everything is. Um, the NBA is one step closer to naming Vegas and Seattle. It's next to expansion team, something, nothing, or everything. And I'm gonna go first. Like, yo, know, that's everything because one, Seattle should never lost their team. Seattle should have never lost their team. And the one thing that people feared about with a team being in Vegas, with the whole gambling thing, gambling is a, it's an everyday subject now. Like, you got, you literally got odds. Like roll across the ticker tape on ESPN about who like the favorite to do this, 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 this. I this. mean, they have a
0: whole they have a whole show that's just like thirty. A whole show.
2: show.
0: Like it's all <laughs> yeah. all it is is them discussing gambling for the entire show. Like, all right, <laughs> like it, the yeah, it's, it's for sure something. I and I actually think that uh, I think LeBron James is going to own one of those two teams. Like he's either going to own that, that. I think he's going to own that team in Vegas. Like if he's retired at that point, which is you know maybe um, right. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like,
2: don't get me wrong like it's a it's a lot it's a lot of leg work that has to go into it right um you gotta find uh like say you gotta find buyers you gotta find locale like where they're gonna play i don't know um uh, if the t- uh I mean, I they're, they're,
0: they're building a mega like a huge arena in vegas like
2: i think that's for the i think that's for the the a's like, they're building I,
0: they're, they're building a bunch of stuff in Vegas, but they're building a basketball arena in Vegas. Uh, and Seattle, the stadium – so they renovated whatever that stadium is called that they used to yeah. play in.
2: It used to be uh, like the key uh, – key, Yeah, key the key stocking. arena. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's not the called arena. that anymore. Uh, but uh, Adam Silver has basically it. Basically, looked at the renovations. He signed off on that team, like on that arena. So, so
2: That's good because like, I know for a fact like, – because I, I think the Golden Knights, I know they play at the T-Mobile Center in vegas right now and i don't that's what i was going like i don't know if if you they approve the team in vegas like when they approve the team in vegas are they going to play there or are they just going to like play there while that this new megaplex is being built and then everybody's just going to move
0: all i know all i know is that bon james will be owning that team in vegas i call it and
2: i do know that folks in vegas currently um i got a cousin that live out there like he says like the residents out there like they're low-key not happy about it um, because I like, I know, like I said, Oakland's getting ready to, uh, the, the Oakland athletics, they've just lost their, they, they, they've lost their franchise. They're moving to Vegas. So they got to build a baseball arena for those guys to play in. And it has to be a dome because Vegas it's, it's hot. Like you're not going to, the not going to play in the
0: summer. <laughs> like,
2: you're, you're not going to subject those dudes or those fans to sitting out in Vegas heat in the middle of the day. Like, no, that's going to, that's going to be a dome, but that also means like politics involved taxes go up for that stuff because hey somebody's got to pay for it yep. right so that like that's the aspect he was going with like yo like my cousin out there he's like hey vegas the residents out there they're they're excited but they're not happy because hey tech like it because it's different though like when you when you include the vegas knights to this and there's already there's already a structure i mean there for the aces, play, the
0: aces play too like that's another like, uh, another they, arena I mean, the Death Star yeah. is there. Like now, there's gonna be another stadium where the Oakland Athletics are gonna play. Like and it's gonna get, it's gonna get it's busy,
2: very. And so, the the what you call it? The, I mean, the, that's the one practice. of the
0: reasons that that's one of the reasons that Seattle <laughs> lost their team in the first place is because they they wouldn't approve a tax increase to build a new stadium because something I, I don't remember what it was, but uh, yeah, that's what caused the guy to sell the team. Like we guess he was a former CEO of Starbucks or something
2: yeah and then like you like the guy that currently owns them now is like when when he tried it and same thing he got denied and he's just like all right well we're just going to start the relocation process and k kd talked about it and when he when he heard the uh when he heard the, the the choices and i think what's his name clay bennett i think that's his name um he's like clay bennett talks to the team and he's like we got three Three relocation options. He's like, we got San Diego, we got this, and we got OKC. And and KD is like, bro, you're from OKC. I already know where you're going with this. Like, just don't, don't act like you you just threw those other two filler t- cities in there just to be like, oh, we're seriously consider our options. When you knew for a fact you was moving the team to Oklahoma City the entire time.
0: And uh, I, but just, I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma City also earned themselves a team because I think that they were the home for the Hornets or the, the Pelicans played after Katrina. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, that's a conversation for a whole other time. Uh, we have uh, jumping back into our NBA season preview, our NFL season preview stuff tomorrow, uh, new, York, new York Jets and the new-looking New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers at the helm uh, doing that show tomorrow. Uh, thank you very I'm much not... for joining us. Yeah, hard knocks. Uh, they're getting hard knocks as well. Uh, I'm David Upin right there It's Mr. TJ Hopkins. And please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend?
2: We bring the heat, kind sir.
0: And the heat is coming, man. It's supposed to be like 95 by the end of the week. So,
2: it's hey, it's the the next four days are going to be yeah brutal. Hey, so stay hydrated, stay cool. Don't go outside unless you absolutely have to. David, I'm not being joke. I'm not joking when I'm saying this. I'm being 100% serious. Get the air in your car fixed. That's not safe.
0: God, dude, I'm just, I, just away. I don't drive far, dude. I have like a, I I a, a five-minute drive. That's, from it's there. not the
2: point. It's not the point.
0: Not I, the point I, do, I do appreciate it. So. Uh, you guys all <laughs> have a good night. And stay safe out there.
1: Sorry. See you, man.